Welcome to Moments with Deru podcast, season five, and I'm your host, Modoni. This is a space to inspire, encourage, and uplift you. You can join our community by visiting www.momentswithndero.com. Throughout this season, there will be a combination of solo and interview episodes where different thoughts will be shared, and I hope you'll grab a hold of one or two words and apply them into your lives. With that said, let's dive in. Today's guest runs and operates SEO Optimizer since 2007, a digital marketing company that focuses on helping small and medium-sized businesses get more online traffic, which in turn converts into clients, sales, and leads. Welcome onto the show, Brandon. Thanks so much for having me on. So before we go deeper into the conversation, What's your earliest childhood memory? Um, probably hanging out with my family, playing tennis, I think is probably one of the earlier memories I have. We had a little tennis court in our complex in our neighborhood that was shared. And I just remember playing some tennis as I was younger, running around, grabbing balls and things like that. Nice. So do you still play tennis? It sounds like you're passionate about it. No, no, I haven't played tennis probably in 20, 25 years, maybe a long time. So not really my biggest passion, but that's just something I remember growing up as a kid and remember playing with my family over there. No worries. So could you take us on a journey on how you transitioned through your um, young adulthood and into where you are right now running this successful company? I just kind of fell into this career after I graduated from college, got my degree in business marketing. And the first job I got out of college was helping out doing digital marketing for a company. And that was back in 2007. I was helping out with pretty much all aspects of the digital marketing, helping out with SEO, social media, doing email marketing, running paid ads. And back then just realized that everyone's going to have a website and SEO, search engine optimization, is just a way to get free traffic to your website. And that's really what I focused on over the years. I worked at different advertising agencies, worked at different mom and pop shops, Fortune 500 companies and everything in between. But right now I have my own company and it's called SEO Optimizers, where I mainly help people get that free traffic from Google. Well, you know, when we hear this, you know, search engine optimizing, most of us just go, you know, blank. What is he talking about or what are they talking about? So explain to us a little bit, what is search engine optimization? Search engine optimization is optimizing your website for the search engine. So try to get your websites to rank on Google. Whenever you search on Google or any search engine, there's going to be ads at the top. Those are all paid ads, but right below those paid ads is organic, the free results. And that is what SEO is all about is getting your website up in those free results. So you can start getting that free traffic from Google or whatever search engine you may be utilizing in your country, but Google seems to be running everything for the time being. So gotta make Google happy. That's really the main thing. So there might be someone who is struggling with their current maybe 
service provider. What's the one thing that someone should be looking out for when they are sourcing a website developer or a service that you know would support them in building their website? When you're doing it, making sure that you're finding someone that has reviews and that's trustworthy and reliable and you can see a proven track record of what they've done in the past, also checking references and asking them, can I see some rankings that you've done or if they're a web developer, see some websites that you built, but at least checking out what they've done in the past to see, do they know what they're doing? Are they knowledgeable? Do they build good quality stuff or what are they actually doing? But definitely checking out reviews is gonna be the best way, even though a lot of that stuff might be fake, unfortunately. A lot of reviews are all fake online, but if you read through it and just take everything with a grain of salt, we should be okay, but just don't really trust anything you read in terms of reviews because a lot of them are unfortunately just paid off. Hmm. Why is that? You know, why do we put fake reviews when I know it's a tactic to get sales, but why is it something that's on the rise for people putting out fake reviews? Because well, it's a way to make easy money. People want reviews and People realize it's pretty easy to get fake, make fake reviews. So they offer it as a service and make a quick buck writing a fake review. And the business owner then looks better because it looks like they have more reviews, makes them look more credible and legitimate. And yeah, they just want that number up, unfortunately. <laughs> so what SEO strategies are working right now in 2022 and post-pandemic? So SEO just depends on the type of business you're running. It's not really a one size fits all. Every website is different. Every business is different. So it just depends if you're a business trying to get ranked like a, a doctor or a restaurant nearby, you want to be on like Google Maps. You want to be on Google organic results. You want to do a little different strategy versus someone that is an e-commerce website. They don't really care about the maps and things like that. They just want to rank on Google for their product keywords. So this depends, but one thing that everyone can really do is add content to the website. The more content you add to your website, the better off Google's going to be, and that's text. So adding text to every single page on your website because Google can't read images. They can't read videos yet. They're trying to, but they really rely heavily on text. And the more content you add to your website, the better off you're going to be. But you gotta add content to every single page on your website. It can't just be the homepage. Any page that you wanna rank on Google needs content. The more content you put in there, the better. So on average, it's about 400 words, but the more you can put, the better. Content is what really moves you up those rankings or helps Google better understand what your page is about. And that will get you higher rankings in the search engines. All right, um, I'm assuming that's one strategy. Is there another strategy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so with SEO, it's like a puzzle. There's a lot of pieces to it. Some pieces are a lot bigger than others, but with SEO, there are tons of different strategies, but the bigger ones really are the content. If everyone just adds content to their website, I could almost guarantee you'll see an increase in traffic and that's the easiest thing you could do. Other things would be building backlinks, getting other websites to talk about you. So the more clickable links that you have, pointing to your website from other websites, the more trust Google's gonna have. And then they're gonna look at the keywords on your website to figure out what to rank you for. But it doesn't work the other way around. Without backlinks, it's pretty much impossible to rank on Google. Google's whole algorithm started based off backlinks and it's still based off backlinks to this day. 
it's changed a lot how they look at backlinks, but it still is primarily based on backlinks. You have to get other websites to talk about you. Otherwise, you could make the perfect website. You could do all these things for SEO, but if your website doesn't have backlinks, Google's not going to trust you and they're not going to give you those rankings. But backlinks are probably 80% of what I do for SEO on a daily basis for myself and my clients is just constantly building good quality backlinks. Could you take us a little bit deeper in this aspect of backlinks? So do I approach a company to say that they write about me and I, they create a link or who starts the whole conversation? So it's all about getting creative and just trying to figure out how can you get another website to talk about you? Like maybe you're cold emailing websites like the New York Times or the LA Times or Chicago Tribune and all these websites and you're emailing them and just seeing if you could become a writer for them. And then if you could become a writer, you could contribute on their website and give them good content. And in that content would be a clickable link that points back to your website. But it's all about just trying to get creative. You could look at your competitors' backlinks. There's tools that will show you all their backlinks. So one by one, you could start reaching out to all these sites that are linking out to your competitors because if it's working for them, it's more than likely going to work for you. And you just got to, we got to look in the right places and see what the disconnect is. Where do they have backlinks that you don't have backlinks or what's missing in terms of the content on your website or whatever it may be, because that's really going to tell us how to get you ranked is looking at you versus the competition and seeing where the disconnect is. What, what are they doing that you're not doing? So we could get you up there because if they're on that first page of Google, they're doing something right. And we could spy and see everything they're doing in terms of SEO and then incorporate that onto your own website. Interesting. So how do you foresee the whole online space transitioning post-pandemic, social media, websites, et cetera? Um, yeah, that one, not too sure what the future holds. seems like everything's going to be possibly in this metaverse where we're all just plugged in and who knows if there's even going to be social media or search engines or how that's going to all work. But for the time being, we saw a search engine and we saw social media sites. So got to be on them, but you have to be where your audience is at. You don't want to be on every platform. You just need to be really where your audience is at. So you got to figure out who your audience is, where are they, and how can I get myself in front of them at the right time, at the right place. But for the time being, Google just runs everything. We'll have to see if any other search engines could come and take them over, which I'm not sure, but who knows? Everything changes. And with social media right now, I mean, it's constantly changing, but some of the bigger sites are like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, TikTok, YouTube are kind of some of the bigger ones, but who knows what's going to happen in the future, if they're going to disappear or if anyone's going to take them out or if they just continue running things for the time being, but it's all kind of up in there. There is no real constant with digital marketing. It's all changing all the time, every day, every minute, sometimes every second. So it's kind of tough, but for the most part, Google should be around for a while, I think. What are your thoughts on the trending topic of Elon Musk um, wanting to buy Twitter? Hmm. That, that should be interesting to see what happens if he gives out free speech and lets people really post whatever they want to post. That would be a good thing, I would think. But I don't really think it's going to affect digital marketing too much unless he makes some radical changes to the platform. But I'm not too sure what's going to happen. But for the time being... Twitter is okay. If your audience is on Twitter, you need to be on Twitter. But if your audience isn't on Twitter, it's not necessarily need where you need to be. Like if you're a, like a dentist or a remodeling company, 
or chiropractor or a lawyer, probably not going to really get clients off Twitter. People are really not going to search for you on Twitter. You might get some clients, but most people are really not going to be on Twitter. So you got to understand who your audience is. Like if you're doing news, Twitter is really good or sports Twitter is kind of okay or anything with like politics. It seems to be pretty big on Twitter. So if that's your industry, then you definitely need to be on Twitter, but you just need to really be in front of your audience in the right place at the right time. So if Twitter is where you're at, then these changes might have some impact, but not really sure what they're going to change. I feel like it's going to hopefully make Twitter better, less spam, but who really knows? No one really knows until we find out. That is so true. We'll find out when we find out. So there might be someone listening yep. and they want to start a business in this space. What challenges have you overcome um, throughout your business journey? I'm just trying to build up my name and build up the reputation of the company. People, that, that takes time to build the trust of people because I could get people to my website using SEO. But once people get to your website, you got to build that trust up and let them know that you are reliable, you know what you're doing and that you could help them out. But just trying to make sure that that's all working properly and just trying to figure out how to hire people and grow a company and all those things. That's why a mentor is very, very helpful for any business owner. I always recommend get a mentor. They're going to make your life a lot easier and save you time on the headaches that they've learned and the mistakes that they've learned. So you could just focus on more important things and speed up the growth and really help get you to that next level. Yes, mentorship is very important. So if your younger self was seated across you right now, what would you tell him? I would tell him to definitely get the mentor right away and be patient with everything. Don't expect the results to just pop up right away. Everything takes time with digital marketing. And as long as you do the right things, you'll see that growth, but just be patient with it all. Don't just try to jump ahead or take shortcuts, take the time to really establish and grow your business because that's what's going to keep you around for the long term. Um, there's one thing that I've realized this post pandemic has made us do a lot of reflection and introspection. So what's one thing that you've learned about yourself post pandemic? I've learned that I guess I'm pretty resilient and just keep going and fighting because I quit my job a few years ago, like maybe like four or five years ago, four years ago, and then pandemic hit two years ago and lost over half my clients. So had me a little stressed out and worried, but just realize that as long as I just readjust and reevaluate my business, try to figure out a new way to go about it and just keep working at it. Don't give up and just understand there's always going to be hiccups. It's never smooth sailing, but as long as you keep just going and pushing through, you'll succeed for the most part if you don't give up and put your mind to it. And that's really a big thing just putting your mind to things and just keep going. I totally agree. Never give up and just keep pushing every single day. So we're going to enter a round of random questions where whatever comes to mind, just share. So how can you tell someone has a sense of humor? Um, if they make you laugh, I feel like. But everyone has different senses of humor, so it doesn't necessarily need to make you laugh, but usually if you're laughing out loud, that's a good sign. Nice. What's your favorite movie? Um, I really like documentaries. So really like watching Planet Earth. It's kind of 
soothing in the background where I could just throw that on and get some work done in the background. And yeah. No, good choice. Good choice. Planet Earth is nice to watch and just seeing the different animals we have across our planet. If you could interview a famous person, who would you choose? Maybe Leonardo da Vinci would be interesting to see his thought process be all and all these inventions and how he was getting so creative. Nice choice. Nice choice. What are your dreams and ambitions? To keep growing the business and hire more people and support more people and families and just keep growing the business and help other businesses get that free traffic from Google to using SEO and show them how to do it and how they could stop spending money on ads and start really getting that free traffic that Google's given out. What have you learned about life from children? Just don't take everything seriously and just have fun and be playful and just try to not take things too seriously because it doesn't really matter. Everyone's not judging you like you think they are and just enjoy life and try to make the most of it and just have fun. Agreed. Have fun. Don't take yourself so seriously. How would you want to be remembered? Remembered as someone nice and generous and someone that may impact on other people's lives, but not sure exactly how or what that's going to be, but definitely would like to remember for helping us out and just doing the right things. Great. So in closing, is there anything else that you want to share with the listeners? So for everyone that has a business, just be patient with everything and it takes time, but you'll see yourself growing and getting the right right traction. It just takes time. You'll always have those hiccups where you're going to have the ups and downs, but overall, as long as you're moving in the right path in the right direction, you should keep going for it, but just understand that everything takes time with life and it's not immediate, but if you do the right things, you'll be rewarded. I totally agree. So dear listeners, I hope you've picked one or two things from this to this conversation. Building our businesses takes time. Don't give up and keep showing up every single day. So until the next episode, continue being brave. Mm-hmm.